0: welcome to create wealth through franchising i'm your host kim Daly. whether you're a ceo a military vet a real estate investor or simply in career transition and ready to take ownership of your future with each episode you're gonna learn valuable insights and hear inspiring stories from within the franchise industry On that note, my guest stories are their own, and as a franchise consultant, I do not make personal brand endorsements or earnings claims, but I do educate, motivate, and inspire dreams. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to Create Wealth Through Franchising Podcast and Kim Daly TV. I am your host, Kim Daly. Today's episode is going to focus on a really important franchise that was launched post-pandemic, which I think just happened coincidentally. But because of the pandemic and the time that we're in in 2022 and 2023 with so many crises. Is that a word? <laughs> crises here in America. This brand is enjoying an epic, epic run. So to share his story of joining Ellie Mental Health, I have with us today, his name is Andrew Stevenson and he's north of St. Louis. Andrew, welcome to Kim Daily TV.
1: Thank you for having me, Kim.
0: So Ellie Mental Health, a mental health clinic as a franchise? Isn't that amazing, people listening, (laughs) right? It really is. If you think about how I introduced this, coming out of the pandemic, the isolation, the amount of fear that we all took on, not knowing, right, what was going to happen in our lives. Then throw in the drug epidemic here in our country and just so many other like everyday issues that people go through where mental health services are really necessary. And sort of the stigma of mental health I think it's being removed, and I think Ellie is doing a lot to help, re- to help move that stigma away and make these services available to more people. So, Andrew, why don't you tell the followers here, the listeners, a little bit about your path to even deciding to want to own your own business? What were you doing, and why did you decide franchising was a thing for you?
1: Absolutely. So uh, ironically, by trade, I am not a mental health care practitioner. I actually spent the last 15 years of my career in corporate human resources, doing everything from generalist functions, specialist functions, leading processes, leading teams. Um, And like many, you know, the pandemic really forced us all to really consider what was important to us and uh, really forced us to consider what are the priorities in our lives and and where do we want to spend that time and where do we want to make that impact? Um, and like many, you know, I had, I had gotten to a point where I had achieved a lot of the goals that I had set and um, did what we all, you know, were taught to do, climb the corporate ladder. Um, but I came to a point where I really wanted to see my impact being made locally. And so um, you know, growing up, I always had a spirit to be more entrepreneurial in nature. But of course, as we all know, that requires capital, right? It requires us getting to a point where we're financially able to do some of that. And so um, I had gotten to a point post-pandemic and, and upon a lot of reflection um, in realizing that My next leg of my career journey was going to be helping people in a different way outside of the context of human resources, uh, which is really an extension of helping people um, and really connecting them to resources that ultimately have the potential to change the trajectory of their lives um, and the quality of their life. So that is really kind of what led me um, to Ellie and really making a shift, but also Leveraging some of those transferable or adjacent skill sets that were developed in kind of that business and corporate setting, um, but taking it to a really local level where you could see the benefits.
0: I love it. So let me ask the obvious question. So how does one with no mental health services background step into an LE franchise and be successful?
1: Well, I think it's one understanding the industry, understanding the landscape, and knowing that you're not expected to be the expert as the owner, right? You're able to really hire a cast of of experienced professionals that are industry leading. Um, and have the licensure and the experience to do the clinical operations and manage more of that uh, regulatory landscape that oftentimes comes with healthcare Um, and allowing them to really own their space and have the discretion judgment and autonomy Um, to lead that part of your business where you're then able to really focus in on how do we develop the business? How do we ensure that the brand is is felt and understood? How do we promote access and breaking down barriers and really supporting all of that um, with those services that we offer? And so for me, I knew early on I didn't have to be the expert. I had to understand and I had to have a level of awareness do the pieces that I didn't know so that I could learn and bring people into my team to supplement that.
0: Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're loving this episode, please do me a quick favor and leave me a five-star rating and a short review. Your feedback fuels my growth and rankings and shows others that this podcast is valuable. Now back to the show. Does Ellie offer you support in finding those clinicians, the people who do know the industry to come and work in your clinic?
1: Yeah, like many franchises, right? Um, your franchises provide a wealth of resources and toolkits and documents and best practices that ultimately guide you in terms of how do you identify the right candidates, how do you make sure that you're you're rolling out the right processes and that you have all the right tools to enable that brand to be well upheld, um, but also to enable your success as an individual owner.
0: Nice answer. (laughs) So, okay. So you launched your first clinic earlier this year. At the time of this recording, it's July of 2023. So tell us a little bit about your growth path this year and your plans for growth this year.
1: Yeah, no, it's been a it's been an interesting trajectory. So we opened our first clinic in January of 2023. We've just opened our second clinic this week, um, and we plan to hopefully open our third clinic here um, in the January February timeframe. So really moving quickly to establish that scale that allows for that success early on. Um, One of the biggest drivers for that really isn't necessarily the scale and the success of the business, but really seeing the demand from the community for these services. Um, The pandemic really exacerbated the need for mental health. It forced us all to really um, reflect on what we need. And and what we've been trying to do at Ellie is really to shift the narrative, destigmatize the negative context, normalize access to care, kind of address and create bridges to the access whether that be through affordability or through expedited you know appointment scheduling but also you know making sure that we understood the the need from the community and because we opened in January with our first location, We saw an influx of people demanding these services and looking for help. And so for me, my perspective on moving quickly was the sooner we get the second and third location open, the sooner we're getting people access to the care that they're looking for. And so it has really been more centric on that societal impact. (laughs)
0: Again, another amazing answer. Does Kim Daly find the best people in franchising to interview? I mean, I'm tearing up over here. You know what's so great about your answer is so... A lot of times, you know, I I tell my candidates, look, wealth in a franchise, wealth is created through scale in anything, right? If you're an apartment, if you own multifamily rentals or apartments, it's always about how many rooftops you can leverage your time across, right? The same thing is going to be true in a franchise. You're usually not going to, you know, feel like you're really getting wealthy with one location of nearly anything. It's always about the multiplication. But when people feel pressure, if you will, to open more than one location, location. If they're like, oh, I got to own three, then they get all nervous about this development schedule. And well, how long are they going to give me? And we're over here. We're like, well, look, no one's making money. If if you don't get them open, the goal is to get them open as quickly as you can, but in a responsible way. Right. You don't can't be like bleeding, bleeding, bleeding from number one and then enter number two. Right. Unless you have a lot of wealth to do that, but the risk tolerance to do that as well. (laughs) But so tip for you to take this conversation and sort of like spin it upside down and be like, the goal is to get them open because there's so many people to serve, right? It has nothing to do with me. It's about the giving that we're doing through our business. I mean, that was just an amazing answer. <laughs> like that was really so heartfelt. So back us up a little bit, Andrew. When you were exploring franchising, did you dial right in on Ellie? Like, did you hear about Ellie as a franchise and know, oh, this is my moment? Or were you sort of like, were you working with a consultant? You know, how did you come to the idea of even owning a franchise compared to just going out and doing something on your own?
1: So I think for me personally it was knowing that I wanted to do a franchise. I didn't want to have to recreate the wheel. I wanted to take a, a proven model that that was tested and theorized that that worked. But I also had to find something that aligned with my own purpose led mission, values, etc. And that's one of the greatest things about Ellie is is our values really guide everything that we do and it it's reflective of, of who I am as a person, it's reflective of the clinicians and the staff that I hire and bring on to my team, and it's also felt in the way that we deliver differentiated care to our clients and why we're we're creating the LE difference um, as part of, of the care that we're bringing to these communities. I was actually introduced to Ellie through a really close friend of mine who actually opted to also open an Ellie here in the St. Louis market. Um, and so I took that trusted relationship I had, which as we know, a mental health as a relationship-based and trust-based business, uh, and I kind of gravitated and, and gravitated and held on to it, and uh, never really looked back. So mine, uh, it might sound a little uh, irresponsible in terms of the the search element, but I trusted my friend. I fell in love with the brand, the values, the culture, and truly what we're trying to create where nothing was created before, right? If you think about it on a bigger scale, there really isn't a, an out, a national outpatient mental health care system in this country. We essentially are creating that, right? We're bringing solutions to the market that aren't there. Um, we're creating access to care that's not there and we're, we're eliminating the barriers. And I think that that is such a special thing when you talk about mental health and the potential it has to change the trajectory of one person's life. And if we do that for one person, it's made it all worth it.
0: It's so great. It's very clear, I think, the competitive advantages of this brand. So I was going to ask that question, but I don't need to because you just keep saying it as you answer these other questions. Let me just ask you this. So tell the followers of Kim Daily TV who may be getting you know a budding interest in elemental Mental Health. So we talked about your trajectory of opening three locations in your market this year, But tell the followers a little bit about the trajectory of the overall growth of the franchise since they started franchising back in October of 2021.
1: Yeah, so I don't have the latest numbers and statistics, but I think by the end of this year, we're scheduled to open over 200 locations. I believe over 500 territories have been sold across I want to say 42 to 45 plus states. Um, and I apologize if I'm misspeaking there, but you can go to our website and you can see all of the states where we're coming soon and where we're currently developed. Um, so you can see that there clearly is an expansion. There clearly is an, a level of interest with the brand and what we're doing in these local communities. And that's the awesome, That's the best part about being a part of a franchise is Ellie knew in order to, to be able to scale in a franchising capacity, they had to have owners and clinic directors that understood the local markets. They understood the community leaders. They understood all of the players to be able to have Ellie be felt in these markets in a very genuine, authentic um, way, which authenticity is part of our, a part of our values in this brand as well. And so I think that that's really special to say that, you know, we're able to really have that, that local reach with all the bigger benefits of a bigger company.
0: Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're ready to begin your own journey to find the perfect franchise, please email me right now at inquire at kimdaily.tv. My services are totally free for you. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. Now back to the show. This was one of the fastest rocket ships that Kim Daly's ever been blessed to be a part of. To watch them go from their first discovery day in October of 2021 to March of 2022, they had already awarded over 200 licenses. But that's one thing. Selling the franchises is one thing. Getting these clinics open is another. Now, Ellie is being brought to market by my good friend, Nick Sheehan at Reblum, Buildum, Scalum. And Nick is excellent with his team at getting these units open. And Nick's been a guest here on Kim Daily TV. So you can find that uh, episode if you dig deep enough. It was a while ago, but where he talked about, I think, Ellie before it became the Ellie that it is today. So if you're out there and you're listening and you're intrigued by this model, I think the best thing to do is to reach out to me at inquire at kimdaily.tv and let me know kind of where you live. We'll do a certain level of pre-qualification, but then I'll also do the mapping for you to make sure that your area is even a, is still open and or viable for this business. So that, that email again is inquire at kimdaily.tv. So, Andrew... Coming from an HR background and then stepping into this leadership role, right, as the CEO of multiple clinics, um, has that been a very transferable skill? Like, what I guess the real question I'm asking is as the CEO of your own business, what is the role that you find yourself playing on a day to day basis?
1: You know, it's it's interesting in the build phase. You're kind of every role, right? You're kind of your own HR, you're your own finance, IT, um, and as you become more established, I think it really gives you a unique opportunity to design what your team looks like and where you spend your time, and making sure that that is, of course, the most value added. And I think that's the beauty of franchises you still get all the freedom to design your own organization, right? And to make it work for you. Um, and so I see myself spending a lot more time as we get move forward really working on that business development, that community outreach, working through how do we think of additional revenue streams or... Ways in which we can deliver high impact services even beyond outpatient mental health in our local communities, so that we kind of are seen as a one stop shop for mental health um, within within its own bounds, of course. Um, but then also making sure that um, we we are really well positioned to um, you know market to our local communities, and that there's no excuse for folks not to get services because we should be out there talking about.
0: This is a, L.A. Mental Health is a semi-absentee model. You don't have to quit your job, but Andrew, I think you opted to, correct? Because you saw that trajectory that you wanted to build and that speed to market that you had in mind, correct? And that, that really does require a more full-time focus to go at the pace that you, that you said before you, opening three clinics in, in less than one calendar year.
1: Right. You know, I, I really believe that this is something that you have to invest in, right? People's lives, people mental health, they require a high level of touch. And we talked about this, right? Relationships, trust, making sure that we can differentiate the type of care we provide versus our competitors um, or, the, or those that also dabble in this space. And for me, in order for, for that brand and that reputation to remain strong and that differentiated care to be felt, it really made sense for me to really do a full transition and to make sure that this is given the attention it needs and also to be able to scale up at the rate that we're, we're scaling.
0: With the rate of growth at the parent org level, you know, like over 500 territories awarded in just, you know, two, two and a half years, um, was there ever any worry by you that you would get lost in the shuffle, that there wouldn't be enough support to go around?
1: You know, not really, because one of the things that Ellie does a great job in is is as they vet their their franchisees, they form really strong relationships with each and every single franchise owner. And I think that that speaks volumes to the brand. It speaks volumes to the values that the company has because they war- they're they interviewing you just as much as you're interviewing them, right? And during that process, you do create strong connections and strong relationships that ultimately you use throughout the life of your franchise journey. And so for me, I was able to build a lot of trust with the leadership team at Ellie and be able to feel very comfortable in this growth trajectory for the the broader organization.
0: I think also it's your personality. I mean, I've only known you here for like 20 minutes, but I can tell that you're just, you know, a super abundant, like you have a very positive, optimistic, even look about your face and the way that you speak about the brand probably speaks volumes to why people want to be good to you because I think you're probably so good to the organization and, you know, and to to the entire brand. So congratulations on number one, daring to do what a lot of people talk about, but don't ever do, which is stand up to your dream, quitting your job and stepping into something, diving in like with no, no ripcord, right? You're just in it. So congratulations on that and congratulations on making it to getting your second clinic open this week. Uh, I'm sure that this is an incredibly busy week and I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to come and share your story here with the followers of Kim Daily.
1: Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. And uh, yes, I think the brand is, is strong. The mission is strong. What we're doing in local communities across the U.S. is amazing. And uh, I hope that this just gives you a little bit of a sneak peek into, into why we're trying to make the difference we are.
0: It's been amazing, you're amazing. So for those who are inspired by the elemental health business, or just to begin your own franchise journey, please follow the email on the screen right now, or reach directly out to me at inquire at kimdaily.tv. You know, my services are free. I can explain how I get paid when we get together on the phone. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. Andrew, thank you again for being my special guest. Thank you. Until next time, my name is Kim Daly and I want to be your daily coach. You can find more content just like this on my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. And if you're inspired to take the next step to explore franchises matched to you, please email me right now at inquire at kimdaily.tv. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv.